What's up folks, we have three stories today. First one is Bronny James, LeBron James's 18-year-old son, who's also a star at basketball, apparently had a cardiac arrest according to ESPN, a family spokesperson, and a lot of people online are speculating why a supposedly healthy 18-year-old would have a cardiac arrest. This is not normal. Next, we're going to talk about a man in Idaho settled out a $300,000 lawsuit over the mask mandate when he was arrested in church for not wearing a mask. Courage pays off. This guy's cashing out because he refused to bend the knee. Pretty cool story. We're going to read it. And lastly, Governor Phil Murphy is a psychopath. I know what they're doing to the kids in schools has been getting crazier and crazier and crazier. But this might be the craziest story that I've seen yet, because now if a school goes against the state ruling and says that they think a parent should be notified if their kid is changing their gender identity, Phil Murphy and New Jersey are now suing that school district to try to hide the gender identity from the parent. This is crazy, crazy stuff. I truly believe if the Republican Party leads with this type of stuff and doesn't just talk about themselves and things that only Republicans care about, this is a slam dunk election in 2024. We'll talk about it. God bless you. Dream Rare Podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of Dream Rare Podcast. I have three stories, and at the end of the third story, I'll open up the YouTube chat for everybody. Right now, it's members only, but I want to talk about an Idaho man winning $300,000 because he refused to bend the knee with the mask. That's story number two. I want to talk about Phil Murphy is trying to hide gender identity changes for parents. This is insane. I think it's like one of the craziest stories of the year. That's the third story. But we're going to start with the first one. And I think I have an interesting angle on it. Just speculation, of course. Um, but I just want to read the story. So we reported this on streamrare.com. Um, you know, ESPN said that Bronny James, 18-year-old superstar, probably going to the NBA. LeBron has a dream to play with his son in the NBA. It's a beautiful thing. I think he's holding out, hoping that the son gets on the same team as him in a couple years. And this kid is 18 years old, superstar basketball player, has a cardiac arrest at some sort of basketball practice. According to the report, a James family spokesperson, I'm sorry, James family spokesperson said, yesterday while practicing, Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest. Medical staff was able to treat Bronny and take him to the hospital. He is now in stable condition and no longer in the ICU. We ask for respect and privacy for the James family, and we will update media when there's more information. Uh, crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, how scary is that? An 18-year-old having a cardiac arrest. Obviously, most of the media and most of, uh, I would say, right-wing Twitter, to be honest, or right-wing conservative um, social media would be probably more accurate, is speculating, you know, is he vaccinated or is he not vaccinated? And of course, people want to be respectful to the family, but we had the craziest thing ever happen in modern lifetime. I would personally consider uh, Operation Warp Speed one of the craziest and most corrupt scientific experiments on humans in modern history. I think it was insane, but that's my opinion. Long story short, you know, I understand respecting people's privacy and I don't like to overstep, but they already overstepped. You know, when I say they, I mean both parties. I mean, especially the Democrats, the NBA overstepped, the media overstepped, governments overstepped, the city of San Francisco overstepped, and they were trying to kick out basketball players and ban them if they didn't get the injection. So this has intruded our entire lives. I think the least people can do 
is speculate on that. And I want to say a few things real quick. First, I want to say this is just speculation, right? I want to be as respectful as possible, but it is what it is. I'm going to say my piece. I personally believe that LeBron, and this is 100% speculation. I'll tell you when I know what I'm talking about and when I'm speculating. There were two teams that mandated vaccines because the city did, okay? It was San Francisco, the Golden State Warriors, and it was New York um, and New Jersey Nets. I think it was what? Brooklyn, I'm sorry, sorry. Brooklyn Nets and New York Knicks. So the reason that there were only three teams that were mandating the vaccine on the players was because the city of New York decided that it was going to mandate on the players and the city of San Francisco decided that they would mandate the players. Andrew Wiggins, he got the vaccine. He didn't want to. He, he won the championship that year, made the All-Star game for the first time. And he says he regrets the decision, even though he made the All-Star game, saved his career, won a championship. How sad is that? He still regrets the fact that he came to the vaccine mandate. But long story short, do you notice there's one city that you would think would be mandated that didn't get mandated? That's Los Angeles. Why didn't Los Angeles? It's such a liberal city, just like San Francisco and New York. How come Los Angeles didn't mandate the vaccine for their players in the Los Angeles Lakers? This is just my opinion. I can't prove this. I'm just speculating. But I believe, well, I know that LeBron James carries a lot of weight when it comes to the Lakers. Many say that he actually has more power than some owners because LeBron is the star of the NBA. So when he's on a team, it's not just a random player. He has a lot of leverage. So when I saw that Los Angeles Lakers didn't mandate the vaccine on their players, I was like, hmm, that's weird. I would think L.A. did it. And then they started pressuring LeBron to speak out more against the vaccine. They were like, he said that he got it. Personally, I don't believe him. There's two people that I think didn't get the vaccine. I mean, this is once again just speculation. I think Donald Trump lies about getting the vaccine just the way he says it. He's always been a skeptic. He's always you know, made statements about him. And when they asked Donald Trump if he got the vaccine, he'll be like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I don't believe him. And I honestly, this is just my opinion. I don't believe that LeBron James got the vaccine. And when they asked him to talk about it, LeBron would be like, yeah, I got it. But then he wouldn't. He said it was a good decision for me and my family. But then when they tried to get LeBron to shame other players, like they wanted him to go out there because he's the biggest person in the NBA and be a spokesperson for the vaccine. And to his credit, even though LeBron James said he got it and it was a family decision, LeBron James would not shame other players. He wasn't running around pointing the finger at everyone else. He wasn't a big suck up. Like, what's that guy who hangs out with the CIA's name that right wingers like? What's his name? Freedom, Ennis Cantor, whatever. He's like post pictures with like CIA guys, but Ennis Cantor, everyone on the conservative side is like, oh, he's so based. He's so, he's against China. He's so cool. Go look at his tweets. He was shilling so hard. He was saying that he didn't want unvaccinated players sweating on him and stuff. Like he was the biggest pro pharma shill in the world. But anyway, when it came to LeBron, he wouldn't do that. So this is just with all the data I'm in taking. Of course, this is just a theory. I believe that LeBron James used his leverage in Los Angeles and did not allow the team to mandate the vaccine on the other players and two options. Either I think LeBron James faked it and he didn't get the vaccine or he really did cave and get the vaccine, but he was a good guy and he didn't want to force it on other players. And I, I really think that LeBron has that type of power in Los Angeles. That's why it was, in my view, it was mandated in San Francisco in, in New York. That's just a guess. That's speculation. I'm just going off of what I see. But I noticed that LeBron wouldn't shove it down everyone's throat as hard as they wanted it to. With that being said, 
you know, I have no idea if his son was vaccinated or not. But if you look at where he goes to school and if you look at the, uh, you know, the policy that they have in these Los Angeles super rich, I think it's Sierra Canyon, it's called, or one of these schools that like, yay, sends his kids to and stuff. You know, they have heavy rules, I believe. So I would not be surprised if Bronny was vaccinated. Was he? I have no idea. But why, like, what's up with an 18 year old having a cardiac arrest? So long story short, I have no idea what happened. I don't want to over speculate, but I think it would be pretty crazy if LeBron personally had personal reservations about the vaccine, let his son get it, you know, just to keep playing because they were threatening a lot of players. You can't play in college if you don't get the vaccine. You can't play in high school if you don't get the vaccine. You can't go to school if you can't get the vaccine. You know, especially in the Los Angeles County area, they're pushing it crazy hard. That would be such a sad story if LeBron let his own son cave and then that's what really happened. I can't prove that. I'm not saying that. But I do think that it's very bizarre that it's happening. Here's what I'll say before I move to the next story. Vaccine injuries are real. Vaccine side effects are real. They just have the ability to cover it up and act like it doesn't happen because they have no liability. So when you watch a pharmacy commercial, do people watch TV? It's like an IQ test. Does anybody pay attention? There's a pill. They're like, do you have eczema? Take this pill. The side effects are cancer. The side effects are this. The side effects are that. Has anybody ever thought that maybe the pills are causing cancer? Like people are like, where's the cancer coming from? I don't know. The shitty food they're feeding us, the shitty medicine they're giving us. I'm not sure where cancer's coming from. They can't figure it out. But every time I watch television, they're telling you to get rid of a rash on your skin uh, or a rash on your arm. And the commercial is telling you that the pill has a side effect of cancer. Do you know how many freaking every time I watch stupid TV, it's like the, the side effects, cancer, the side effects, cancer, the side effects, cancer maybe the medicine's causing it. I don't know. Aren't they just telling you on television that it is causing it in rare cases? Why do they have to say that on the television commercials? It's because if they don't say that their medicine causes something and it does cause something and you could prove it, you could sue them. So in a pharmacy commercial, they list all the side effects. Don't take it if you're pregnant. Don't take it if you got vaccinated. Talk to your doctor, blah, 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 blah. But with the vaccine, they don't have to do that. Of course, myocarditis is a real side effect in some people. Of course, there's going to be side effects for it. But they made it eligible to like every, it's like pregnant women, this person, if you're over 18, if you're over 10, if you're over 11, you know, they kept lowering it, lowering it. And they don't have to tell you that it causes side effects. Does Do all of them cause side effects? I don't think so. How many? Is the number 0.1%? Is it 1%? Is it 10%? Is it 50%? Who knows? Because they're never going to tell the truth about it. So, And they cover up and censor any videos that talk about it. So all I'm going to say is from front to back with or without the mandates, I believe Operation Warp Speed was one of the biggest scams in modern history. They knew damn well the pharmacy lobby that Trump hired and let run all over and stomp on your neck and you think it was just Biden. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew they were rushing it. They knew they were getting government funded. They knew that the Moderna patent was part owned by the government. They knew that they were going to cash out. And they knew that it didn't matter how great the product was. It could be 100% efficacy, 0% efficacy, no side effects, all side effects. They don't give a crap because they're cashing out either way. They don't have to tell you about the side effects. They can pathologically lie about them and use social media and media to cover it up and then run around, collect the profits. And they have a liability shield against any sort of lawsuits for side effects, injuries, or deaths. So I don't know what uh, cause this stuff. I don't know if it was the vaccine or not. I'm not going to say it was, but everybody has the right to question this stuff because they just forced the scammiest uh, medical cash cow experiment in modern history on human nature, uh, on the human race. And, you know, they forced people to get it. They, 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 uh, 
they held it over your head and said you wouldn't get your pension, you wouldn't get your job. And here's, I mean, it's, I don't know what's happening and it's really sad, but all these cowardly athletes that didn't take the stand that Aaron Rodgers took, like what, you know, I just have no respect for these people. You get what I'm saying? Like you have all this money, you do all this. And, and a lot of people faked it. They faked their vaccine card and then they went into, you're a coward. Why wouldn't you stand up for the millions of nurses that are, you know, just getting by that are being forced? If you can't stand up for the nurses, if you can't stand up for the police officers, if you can't stand up for the military members and the lifeguards and the firefighters and the working class people when they're being forced vaccinated and you think you're above it, you just run off and get it or you fake your vax card or you make enough money and you had nothing to say in 2020, 2021 and 2022. I don't respect these people because that just shows pure selfishness, selfishness, excuse me, lack of courage. And that's what's wrong with society today. A bunch of cowards, a bunch of selfish people, you know, and as everybody was losing their income and their pension and their job and they couldn't access the hospital and they couldn't see their family when they were sick. The fact that 99% of athletes and celebrities had nothing to say, it's just absolutely disgraceful. God bless Bronny. I hope he's better. And if he was vaccine injured, I'm not saying he was, but if he was, they're never going to admit it. They're never going to say it. They, they can gaslight you forever and ever and ever. And this is the point that I want to get real quick because it's so important. When it came to Operation Warp Speed, whether people want to realize it or not, because they're obsessed with Donald Trump or they hate Donald Trump or they're left wing or they're right wing or whatever stupid little fake paradigm game people are playing. It was good cop, bad cop. Trump is not innocent. Trump is complicit. Trump is guilty. Trump hired pharmacy lobbyists. Trump rushed it. Trump allowed there to be the PrEP Act liability clause. He knew what he was doing. It's good cop, bad cop. Republicans punch you in the face. Democrats punch you harder. And then Republicans say, look, Democrats punched you harder. I never punched you. It's The whole thing is gaslighting. It's John Stockton lobbing the ball. That's what they did. Then they dunk it in your face, like Carl Malone. And then the people who lobbed up the dunk say they didn't do it. So this entire pharma scheme was good cop, bad cop. Okay. So people are like yelling Trump's name in all caps. It's pathetic. It's just like, can you listen for two seconds without like regurgitating? Like you're like a robot out of a, a video game. I'm just letting people know it's good cop, bad cop. Both parties are in on it. You have Biden who mandated the vaccine. You have Trump who's running around selling the vaccine, pathologically lying about it, covering up injuries like Bill Gates Jr., and people are going to fight over DeSantis and Trump and DeSantis and Biden. The elites keep scamming you because people like to be scammed and they can't see through the good cop, bad cop, false paradigm. But from front to back, with or without mandates, Operation Warp Speed was insane. Uh, and I hope that that's not what's at play here. But I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, what like what do people expect? They're injecting themselves with synthetic mRNA that's warp speeded through. Why do you think they can rush it? I tried to tell people this. I tried to tell people this. For years, I'm, I'm not telling you what medical decision to make, but you have to understand Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, Trump, the government, Fauci, NIH, Biden, they would not be able to do this if they had to pay for side effects, injuries, and deaths. If it was like another product and they didn't have this government liability shield, I mean, Moderna, the patent is joint owned by the government. They're all in on it. But anyway, if Trump had to pay for vaccine injuries, they couldn't have warp speeded it. If Biden had to pay for vaccine injuries, they wouldn't be able to warp speed it. If Pfizer had to pay for vaccine injuries, they wouldn't be able to warp speed it. If Moderna had to pay for vaccine injuries, they wouldn't be able to warp speed it. The only reason they could rush it faster than ever to the public when it's a brand new technology, never before been tested on humans at this massive pace, the entire human race, essentially, they wouldn't have been able to do it if they had liability 
for side effects, injuries, and deaths. And I told people this a thousand times in 2020. That's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know to make my decision. What happens if it isn't what they say it is? What happens if it isn't effective? What happens if it isn't as safe as they say? What happens then? Who pays for it? Nobody. They don't care. That's why they're rushing it. It's not warp speeded to save you from lockdown. It's not warp speeded because Trump's Nikola Tesla's cousin. It's warp speeded because Trump sold out to the pharma swamp. Biden sold out to the pharma swamp. And everybody's useful idiots fighting over these two clown uh, pharma shill, I would say, sellouts. And it's like, you don't understand anomaly. It's like, this is why they bop you in the head like whack-a-mole. It's just so disgraceful. And now you watch, you know, pop stars have blood clots. This guy's, you know, got a cardiac arrest at 18. I'm not saying it's that. I can't prove it. But these type of, th someone passed out on TV the other day, like just in the middle of television. I don't know. I don't remember this type of stuff happening before, but I'm not saying it never happened. It just seems like there's an increase. And all I'm going to say is this, and I don't give a shit if they censor it. Vaccine injuries are real. Vaccine side effects are real. Moderna knows they're real. Johnson & Johnson knows they're real. Pfizer knows they're real. Trump knows they're real. Moderna knows they're real. Bill Gates knows they're real. Fauci knows they're real. Biden knows they're real. Most people in the media know they're real. The reason they can gaslight you into acting like they don't exist or they're so, so rare that if you even talk about it, you're a conspiracy theorist is because none of them have to pay if they gaslight you, they don't have to pay the PrEP Act and the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. If you guys want to change the pharmacy swamp, look at the PrEP Act and look at the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. That could change the whole thing. If not, you're just going to be a useful idiot with the blue hat or useful idiot with the red hat. And you could drink beer and go to a rally and yell a four letter word that's like, I believe, from the Church of Satan, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. It's like a level. I think it's like a level in the Church of Satan. But <clears throat> if you want to do that, that's fine. You're not going to change the establishment. The out, the insiders are acting like outsiders and people are buying their little kabuki theater. But whatever. I'm just very passionate about this stuff because it's just insane. Anyway, God bless the, the James family. And uh, hopefully more people start speaking up because it's crazy what they did to us. All right. Anyway, second story I want to talk about real quick is a man in Idaho won a $300,000 settlement because he didn't wear a mask and he got arrested. This is a great story of what happens if you stand up and have courage when your country is, is weighing down on you. And I have a lawyer friend that's helped a lot of people too. He can only help people that stood up for themselves. A lot of people ask me, I took it and, and I, I got this, like, what, you know, can I sue? No, you can't. You can only really sue. I'm, and I'm not saying you're going to win every time. But the people winning lawsuits are the nurses who didn't cave. It's the firefighters and the police officers who didn't cave, the military members who didn't cave, the, the guys at church who didn't cave. These are the people that are winning the lawsuits, not the people who caved. At that point, you know, you're kind of shit out of luck because of the liability shields. But anyway, I'm going to read the story. It's uh, from Fox News and uh, New York Post. Idaho resident Gabriel Wrench was awarded a hefty settlement for his 2020 arrest during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. Wrench spoke out about his case Monday and argued his arrest was a result of liberalism and cancel culture. Wrench was arrested in September 2020 along with two other churchgoers for not wearing masks to an outdoor worship service. The three brought the lawsuit forward the following year, alleging their First and their Fourth Amendment rights were violated. The city of Moscow, in Utah apparently, ultimately agreed to a $300,000 settlement. I'm very grateful that I got a victory. How many people nationwide didn't get a victory? Wrench said Monday on Fox and Friends. He explained to Hope Peace, host Pete, whatever his last name is, Hedgeth, Hedgeth, I don't know who these people are, 
that he believes the settlement is the city's attempt to pay off a massive PR problem. Rents was arrested mid, mid service. Um, you know, I don't want to bore you guys too much with the story, but the guy didn't back down. He wouldn't say he wouldn't put on the mask. He got arrested and he won a $300,000 settlement from the town. This is a success story. And I know a lot of nurses that won a lot of money because they wouldn't back down. They wouldn't cave. I know it's scary. I know it's tough. But so is the government and a corporation forcing you to inject yourself with synthetic mRNA against your will. I mean, it, it's like being held for ransom. And I understand why some men did it to save their families the same way they'd go in war, take a bullet for their family. You know, I get I get the dynamic of it. A lot of people are brave and they're just like, listen, I got to feed my family. I would take a bullet for them. I don't mind if I'm taking a vaccine. But anyway, long story short. It is the people that did not cave that are starting to reap the benefits. And one of the things I, I'll never forget, because it was such a crazy, crazy time, people thought that they were going to get stuff. And this is why I'm so passionate about explaining how this stuff happens, because I'm not trying to dunk on people on the right, but everybody in MAGA, not everybody, I'm sorry, but like a lot of people, they're like, you don't understand, Anomaly, the vaccine got rushed to save us from a lockdown. You're no better than the left if you think you need a vaccine to get out of a lockdown. If your logic is, I like Trump, so I'm going to make up a theory that I need a vaccine or he needs to rush a vaccine with a bunch of pharmacy lobbyists and liability shields in order for me to have freedom, you don't deserve freedom. You're just as bad as a liberal. You need to say, I'm not trading my freedom or liberty for synthetic mRNA bribes and basically blackmail. Like that's the message that ends all this stuff. When you cave because your guy does something and you say things you don't even believe just to justify it, you're no better than a liberal. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's a very scary world when they're like, you can't travel without a synthetic mRNA shot. You can't go on a cruise without a synthetic mRNA shot. We don't have liability for these shots, but you need to get them. I mean, this is like, in my opinion, like an assault. You know what I'm saying? That's why I got so pissed off. Excuse my language. I got so pissed off at Sarah Huckabee Sanders and John, Donald Klump. You know, that's my new nickname for him. I just made it up now. Donald Klump. You know, like a blood clot. Donald Klump. Okay. Grandpa Moderna, a.k.a. Donald Klump. As the mandates are setting in from the Democrats, they're running around saying, oh, my vaccine's so great. Go get the Trump vaccine. It saved 100 million lives. Her, 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 blah, blah, blah. And all the Republicans were shilling it like the little losers they are, the little fraudsters, the little controlled opposition, you know, pathetic, like fake beta males that they are pretending to be alphas, but whatever. Anyway, when all that's setting in, I'm telling my audience it's a simple math equation. I'm like, listen, I don't want to tell you medical advice because I'm not... I can't do that. Plus, I could be like liable for that. Of course, Pfizer's not liable, but Facebook or YouTube will hold me liable. I'm not giving people medical advice, but I will tell you about the liability shields. I'll tell you what I'm doing. And also, I'll tell you the truth is like if 95% of people get the Sarah Huckabee Trump vaccine, then they have enough numbers. And I took offense to it. And people were like, I don't care. I'm with you, Anomaly. And I'm like, yeah, you're with me. Yeah, I got the vaccine, but I'm with you. Okay, then are you going to go on a cruise? Yeah, I'm going to go on a cruise because I have a passport now. I'm going to go to the New York Knicks games because I have a passport now. I'm going to go fly to a foreign country because I have a vaccine card. But I'm with you in spirit, though. You're not with me. If it were up to these cowards, I'd be a slave for the rest of my life. So honestly, I don't have respect for these people. These people are like someone who would have threw me in the gulags and communist camp and be like, oh, well, I'm, I, I, I disagree with what they're doing, but I'm not going to stand up for you. Well, then screw you guys. I'm free right now. Not because of any of these losers like Ted Cruz and even DeSantis was shilling the vaccine for a while. Sarah Huckabee Sanders trying to sell it to the South with a 
Woody accent from from Buzz Lightyear movie, you know, Donald Clump selling it. It's like these people would have left me and kicked me to the curb for the rest of my life. They wouldn't have given a shit if I could never travel, never fly, never cruise, never go anywhere, never go to a sports game, never perform again, lose my entire career just like everybody else. These people didn't give a shit. That's why it was so important to not cave. And really, the only reason we got our freedom back, I believe, is two reasons. One, it was such a bad product. Operation Warp Speed was such a diabolical failure that people didn't want to get boosters forever. The efficacy was garbage. Everybody knows it. And it didn't add up to what they said. They didn't actually follow through. They said they'd give you freedom for a week and then they took it away. It became so blatantly obvious that they lied that even liberals know they lied. So people stopped getting the booster. And that's the only reason I got my freedom back. It's not because of Ted Cuck or whatever his name is, the ugly guy from Texas. It's not because of Sarah Cuckabee Sanders running around the South trying to sell the, uh, the Trump vaccine. It's not because of Donald Clump, a.k.a. Grandpa Moderna, the big vaccine socialist Bill Gates backdoor deal salesman. It's not because of any of these people. That's not why I got my freedom back. It's because their little socialist scammy product was such garbage that nobody wanted to get four boosters for the rest of their life. So then the compliance rate went down to like 25%. You can't run this stuff with 25%. That's why it's such betrayal. They talk about DeSantis betraying them and the left betraying them. They're, they've betrayed me long before that because if everybody listened to Trump and Sarah Huckabee Sanders and they got it to like 80, 90% compliance rate and they got a bunch of the South to listen, thank God the South is stubborn and they don't listen to nobody. But in general, if they would have got that compliance rate up enough, we would have been stuck this way for 10 years. And these people would have said, I'm against mandates. Well, then st th then stop traveling then. Oh, I don't want to stop traveling. Well, you're, you're just as bad as Fauci. You know, Ted Cruz tried to pass a resolution that said that only vaccinated people can take their masks off on airplanes. That's what Ted Cruz was doing. He got a vaccine like a little cuck, the little cuck that he is. And then he says, you know what? I want to compromise. Ted Cruz, ugly guy, okay? You're not healthier than me because you injected yourself with synthetic mRNA like a good stooge. You're not better than me. You don't deserve more freedoms than me. You don't deserve to take off your mask, and I don't. I take offense to these losers, the fact that they think that they deserve special things. And then you go to Turning Point, the controlled opposition socialist big pharma party with CEO Vivek Ramaswampy and Donald Klump, the vaccine salesman, and all these losers like Ted Cruz. And you got a bunch of sheep, MAGA sheep, being like, yeah, Ted Cruz is so great. Dude, Ted Cruz sucks. These people would have left me down and out for the rest of my life. I'm 33 years old. If it were up to them and everybody caved like these little clumpy losers, I would not be able to travel. I would never be able to leave the country. I would never be able to go on a cruise. I'd never be able to go on a sports game. I'd never be able to go to a baseball game or, or a concert. I wouldn't be able to perform uh, hip hop music ever again in my life at any venue in any major city if it were up to these losers. So I have no sympathy for these losers. I mean, you know, God forgives. I, I do as well, but I'm a, I'm a little, you know, I'm not perfect. God's much, much better person than me. But anyway, long story short, you know, the, the right is so weak. It's like the Republican Party punches you in the face. The Democratic Party punches you in the face harder. And then I sit here and say, Republicans punched you in the face and Democrats punched you in the face harder. And people say, no, Anomaly, the left punched us in the face. I think it was just the left because I watch Michael Knowles, hurt or hurt. It's like, I'm sure you do. I'm sure he says the most generic, like low level. Look, I'm 30 years old and I'm debating 18 year old women. I'm winning. I'm winning. I would hope so, bro. You're twice their age. You know, if I walk into a freaking college campus, I, I would hope that I, 
I sound like Thomas Sowell compared to these kids that are probably smoking weed and don't even know their last name because they're so high off like Adderall. You know, I would hope that you could beat them in a debate. I'm Ben Shapiro. Bro, you got a full grown family. Of course you could debate a 19 year old. That's fine. I'm just saying when it comes to the tougher issues, all of a sudden people are just like crying like, oh, don't tell me that they did. They did do that. It's good cop, get bad cop. Trump was in on it. Biden was in on it. McConnell was in on it. Pelosi was in on it. Ted Cruz caved. Sarah Huckabee Sanders tried to control the ops, set you up to be not free for the rest of your life. The only reason we got our freedoms back is because their booster products were such garbage that people just didn't want to go. Even liberals are like, you lied to me. You said it was going to be 100% effective. It's not. You said it was going to be 90% effective. It's not. Everybody knows now. You know, some people got injured. Like, I know people that they're like, oh, I, I got sick for four days after I got the shot. It's like, they told you it's going to be 100% effective. They told you that you'll get all your freedoms back. If you get the vaccine, it's going to protect you from COVID. There's people who injected themselves, got injured, were sick for two weeks, got COVID later that winter, and then they took all their freedoms away, and then they're locked in the house again just like I am. So it's like people just realized that even with all the propaganda, all the bipartisan shilling, everyone realized that, okay, even if you're pro-vaccine and pro-COVID vaccine and you think it like slightly reduced hospitalization in elderly or whatever they're saying now, everybody knows, including Michael Bisping, who's like a liberal guy who was pro-vaccine. He even admitted he thinks the product's shit. He's a left-winger from England who was pro-vaccine, shaming people that weren't getting it, and he thinks it's a shit product. That's why when people say, oh, you don't understand, Trump's overselling the vaccine because he wants to get votes, he's going to get zero votes. He's not a fool. You're a fool. He knows that he could walk all over his base and they'll never say anything. He's not doing it for votes. He's doing it because he's the father of the vaccine. He's the one who pushed it in his own words. He's the one who rushed it. He's the one who, who, who hired all the pharmacy lobbyists to push it through. He's the one who took the 2018 meeting with Bill Gates to talk about a lot of the stuff. It's, he's, not, he's not like this outsider looking in. He's an insider pretending to be an outsider. And now you got a CEO pharma bro, Vivek Ramaswampy, who's like, yeah, you know, it's funny because DC Drano copies me and calls him, a, you know, chat GPT now, which is my nickname. Of course, I'm a trendsetter. I make all these nicknames. Everyone copies. I don't mind if people copy my nicknames. They're for the people. But if you copy my nicknames and you call Vivek Ramaswamy the chat GPT conservative who just types in chat GPT what people want to hear, if you're going to copy my nicknames, I don't mind. But you have to do it ethically. If DC Drano is going to say, oh, Vivek, Vivek's such a bad guy because he sells the vaccine. It's like DC Drano, Trump, the guy that you hang out with that you never question, sells the vaccine harder than Vivek. So if you're mad at Vivek for selling the vaccine too much, how are you not mad at Trump? You can't copy my nicknames, Drano, unless you also hold Trump accountable. If you're only going to steal my nicknames and then use it against Vivek but not say anything about Trump, you're another hypocrite. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Take my nicknames. Grandpa Moderna, you know, the, uh, uh, the great vaccine salesman, Donald Klump, you know, chat GPT guy, whatever, you know, big pharma bro. But do it ethically. Do it for the people. Do it for America. Don't do it for your bank account. Don't do it for your little side. And, you know, if you truly believe that Vivek Ramaswamy is like, you know, such a bad guy because he's a farmer bro who oversold the vaccine, Trump is also a farmer bro who calls himself the father of the vaccine. So just have consistency with your journalism. If not, don't take my nicknames and pretend like it's yours. I don't mind. Everybody uses Grandpa Moderna. That's fine. Use it ethically. You know, ChatGPT Vivek, that's fine. Take my nicknames, but use it ethically. Don't take it and then spin it for the vaccine salesman and act like it's your own thing. Stop it. Everybody knows. Come on.
sorry. Anyway, back to back to our regular scheduled programming. Uh, this story might be the craziest one of the whole year. I'm not just saying that for clicks. I really think this is probably the worst thing I've read, or at least like the craziest thing I've seen a governor do in my whole life. Someone said, who do you like? If you stay till the end, I'll tell you. Um, New Jersey sues schools and school districts to hide gender identity from parents. So I just want to let you guys know streamrare.com is my news website with Bobby Sauce. We are the media now. We, we started our own news website to break stories, tell things that we want to tell people, et cetera, just do good journalism. And Bobby wrote a really great piece. I'll just show you guys real quick. Bobby went in. He's a great journalist. Honestly, I'm not trying to compare, but I'm just going to compare. This piece is way better than anything else written about this. Like he really goes in. But long story short, the governor of New Jersey, Phil Murphy, is suing school districts who want to let parents know that their kid is switching genders. So say you your kid goes to New Jersey school and your kid's like, I want to be a girl now, but it's a boy. And it's like eight years old or whatever. Um and, and the school district wants to tell the parent that the kid's switching genders, Phil Murphy doesn't want the parents to know. He doesn't want you to know. And if you try to let them know, he's suing you. This is, I mean, there's a lot of crazy gender stuff going on. There's a lot of crazy school stuff going on. There's a lot of crazy everything going on. This might be the single worst thing I've ever heard. And I'm going to read the story in a second. But if Republicans just stick to this, they get out of their own way. The election's not about Trump. The election's not about meatball DeSantis or DeSanctimonious. The election is about the American people. Yes, Trump is a person and he has things going on, but let America know. Most people don't like this. Most Democrats don't like this. A lot of people like the What is a Woman documentary. It opened even Democrats' eyes. So stick to this type of stuff and just clearly say it to people because most parents understand this stuff. It's very clear, okay? This is beyond just a transgender adult or something. I'm not saying you have to think what you want, but this is like the craziest thing that they're doing. And if we show the world that they're doing this, we win the election by 10 points, in my opinion. All right, let's read the article. Three New Jersey school. This is Bobby Sauce, by the way, on our website, streamrare.com. It's a great article. I'm not just saying that. I was super impressed with what Bobby put together. Three New Jersey school districts want to inform parents if their child changes their pronouns or shows signs of changing their gender identity. The state is suing them for it. The state of New Jersey and the Phil Murphy administration is suing three New Jersey school districts for keeping parents informed about their precious young children. Who would want to inform a child's most important protector of matters crucial to their de development? Seems wow, You read that right. These school districts are being sued by the state for adopting policies to tell parents if a child changes their preferred pronouns. Even if you're pro-LGBT, pro-kids changing their genders, even if you're so far down the slippery slope, you're like, I think a five-year-old should change genders. Even if you're that far down the slope, you don't think they should tell the parents? Phil Murphy, this guy is going to act like he thinks this is okay? You think he doesn't know and Gavin Newsom doesn't know? Like, this is next level crazy. Not only are they going to do this stuff, they don't even want to tell you. This is crazy. I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff, but I... I couldn't believe that. I had to read it like a thousand times just to uh, make sure that I wasn't inaccurately selling it. All right. In Politico, they wrote, guidance from the state says, schools shall ensure students be addressed by their preferred names and pronouns, be allowed to dress in accordance with their gender identity, and that parental consent is not required for the district to accept the student's asserted gender identity. So they don't need your parents' permission. 
In a radio interview Tuesday, government Phil Murphy said he was offended by the district's rule changes. I don't like it. I think it's not who we are as a state or a country. We're living in this us versus them moment in our country. Invariably, communities like the trans community are the big losers. They're the ones that get singled out. They're the ones that get behind the eight ball. And it just offends me to the core, Murphy said in an interview. I mean, he's acting like he doesn't understand the topic. We're not, nobody's even talking about adults in this conversation. It's just like, say your kid goes to school and some liberal parent tells them to change genders. They can do it behind the parent's back, not tell you. And then if they want to tell you and the school district says, we should definitely tell the parent about this. We should definitely get their permission. Phil Murphy is suing them. It's insane. This might be the worst thing in the entire country. This is further than anything. I, I mean, maybe they're doing it in other blue states, but Phil Murphy, how did this guy win that last election? How is he going to win the next one? The, to me, this is a winning topic. I'm going to say this. I'm going to get on my high horse a little bit. People don't have to agree, but at this point, if you don't notice, I don't care. Um, Republicans should be able to beat Joe Biden by 10 points. Joe Biden falls asleep. I, did you guys see him? He was talking to like some Israeli guy and he's just, his eyes are closed. <laughs> Could you imagine you're like the Israel, Israeli diplomat and, and Biden's just like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no, I didn't fall asleep. I was just looking at the ground with my eyes closed. It's like, bro, get out of here, dude. Replace this guy. But anyway, we should be able to win the next election by 10 points. The economy sucks. Even though the Republicans helped blow the economy up, people don't realize that. I'm not saying it's ethical, but it's just true. They think it was just Biden. He's not helping. Um, cities are worse than they've ever been before. Everybody realized that crime is rampant in San Francisco. Um, you know, the war in Ukraine started. I believe it's pretty unpopular, even among the progressive left. And the, I don't know if I would call it debauchery, but the escalation of the LGBTQ plus 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 R N L L L L L Z Y T X, you know, purple, you know, blue rainbow flag with a black triangle in it, whatever their name is. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. So I'm trying to get everything involved or else, you know, I don't want to miss a few pluses or whatever. But anyway, this movement has gone so far insane. It's like they just can't stop. And the Democrats are really behind it. And now they don't even want to tell you if your kid is changing genders. It's crazy. I, I always bring up this documentary because I've it's a personal, um, I would say, I'm trying to think of the right word. Personally, I'll just say it this way. Multiple Democrats, multiple people that I know that are registered Democrats, people that like Bernie Sanders, people that vote Democrat, they message me, friends of mine, comedians, whatever. They said, Anomaly, have you seen What is a Woman? And I said, not the whole thing. I've seen clips though. And they go, dude, you got to watch it. It's crazy. I've, I've heard this from athletes that are left wing, comedians that are left wing, just people, voters that are left wing. People like that documentary. Matt Walsh might be extreme, but his documentary is just kind of entertaining and eye-opening. Even though this might seem like an extreme topic, if you present it properly, most Democrats understand. Just like Trump doesn't have to oversell the vaccine, most Democrats don't want their booster shots anymore or forever. So the, the, the momentum is on the side of us exposing Pfizer, Moderna, et cetera, in the government. The momentum's not with joining the left. Same on this topic. The slippery slope is so far, most Democrat parents understand that they should be notified 
if their kid is going to make a decision based on sexuality at, at a young age. This is a topic that we can win. If the president, whoever is the nominee, comes out and says, the cities are a mess, Democrats are pathetic, they're letting you get robbed. The schools, they're trying to steal your kids at five, change their gender, and not even tell you. That's insane. If they come out and they just play a clip from Matt Walsh's documentary and say, these people are so crazy, they can't even tell you what a woman is. They think that, you know, biologically born men should be playing women's sports. These are winnable topics. I follow normie sports pages because I'm a normie sports watcher. I like sports. I'm sorry. I just do. I like playing. I like watching. I'm a normie when it comes to sports. These pages agree with us. These pages are conservative and they don't even know it because it's just basic common sense. And most people are not super political. They're just going off of instinct. This, these are winning topics. Here's my concern with the next election. When I listen, I'll, I'll, I'll reference this again because I went in 2022, maybe last year. I went to Turning Point and Trump spoke and DeSantis spoke. Both of them are good speakers. Trump is very funny. He's very charming. He's likable. He's a, a great public speaker. You know, Trump is a great speaker. But the striking difference that I found when I listened to both of their speeches, and I understand that Republicans don't care, but I think that most average voters do, DeSantis talked about issues. He didn't talk about himself. He talked about what he accomplished. He talked about the kids in the schools. He talked about the mandates. He talked about Fauci. Like DeSantis was tapping into things that actually mattered to me. I was facing mass mandates. I was facing lockdowns. And DeSantis was like, here's what I did. Here's you. And he made a message that just made sense. That's my take. When I listen to Trump, he just talks about himself almost the whole time. He'll tell a story about himself. He'll talk about himself. Here's what I'm going through. It's all about me. It's me, my election, my this, my that, my plane. My, it's like, it's just a big story about him. All I'm going to say is Republicans like that stuff because a lot of Republicans like Trump. So Trump could get up there and do a slapstick comedy routine and everybody would like it because Trump's hilarious. But if you're talking about winning an election, to me, if Trump sticks to these issues, if he wins the nominee, which he probably will at this point, he can beat Biden. But I don't see Trump doing that. He just talks about himself and Republicans just love it. But average people, progressives that would vote for DeSantis or, you know, people on the fence that like Matt Walsh's What is a Woman documentary. This message is not getting portrayed by Trump because he doesn't care that much about these things. Like during mandates is a perfect example. Did Trump mandate the vaccine? I never said he did because he didn't. But here's the thing. When mandates were setting in, Trump wasn't really talking about it. DeSantis would do a 10-minute speech, 10-minute speech. This is why DeSantis rose in the polls at first, because DeSantis became the leader everybody wanted to see, and Trump was a vaccine salesman. He'd spend three minutes talking about vaccines, saying he saved the world. It's a great accomplishment. He doesn't think mandates would even exist if he were president, because everybody was getting him. He said, I'm giving out a million shots a day. We had that thing rocking. You know, if I was president, there wouldn't even need to be mandates, because everybody wanted my vaccine. Trump is so delusional, he literally thinks that everybody wants his vaccine and the only reason Republicans didn't get it is because of Biden. Like, that's how fake Trump is. What I'm trying to say is, in general, DeSantis talks to people. He's not as interesting as Trump. I don't think he's as, like, captivating. But in this election, people are living in crappy cities that are not safe anymore. They're fun, but they're not that safe anymore. The school thing is a winnable issue. The what is a woman thing is a winnable issue. 
the the sports you know people playing women's sports it's a winnable it's an issue that like 90 percent of people understand if trump comes out and just makes the election about us and our country and what we're going through he can pick up a lot of democrat voters and but if he just runs around talking shit to everybody yelling at people who don't endorse him crying about Kaylee McEnany's poll numbers. Yeah, he says some stuff, but he doesn't tap into these issues the same way that Matt Walsh or DeSantis does. That's why DeSantis won the election by over 10 points in Florida or whatever he won by. It's because he figures that out. He might not be as interesting to listen to, but when you have an election between two people, the personality either draws you to someone or pushes you away. This is all I'm saying is I just hope that if he's the nominee, he he goes to these issues. If he just stands up there, this is what they're doing. This is what I'm going to do. People can understand that. But if he just talks about himself the whole time and what he's going through and his election and this and that, it's going to attract Republicans and it's going to repel a lot of people that normally would have voted for somebody else. Um, that's my take. Let me know yours. I'll read a few comments. I'm going to put the comments on like I said I would on... Uh, whatever it is, uh, the YouTube comments. And by the way, I do this for two reasons. I'm not censoring people. I don't care what people say. I read comments more than most people. I do it because when I'm doing five different stories at once, I get heavily distracted by YouTube comments. So I don't want to make the show crappy. And also it's another like, you know, way to try to monetize it and see if it works, but it's like a win-win. I don't get distracted, but now anyone can chat on, uh, on YouTube. It's open. Let's see. Someone said they're already talking about another pandemic. Yeah, they're talking about uh, something that has a way higher death rate. Here's another point that I want to explain to people because someone mentioned Vivek Ramaswamy. All right, I want to say this as well because I watched an interview of him from like March, April or May 2020. He put him up and he was saying that like 20%, this was what the media was saying at the time, 20%. And I'm going to walk you through why I'm saying this. I'm not hating. I just want to give people info so they don't get scammed again. He was saying on, on the news that 20% of people who, who get COVID end up in a hospital. That's like crazy, right? Damn, this is a scary virus. 20% of people end up in a hospital. This is a pharmacy that's older than me, that's more connected than me, that pretends like he's smarter than me. Obviously, he's not, but he is a good car salesman or whatever. Um, he's on television telling people in March, April, May, it's got a 20% hospitalization rate. That's scary, right? Here's the thing, though. I knew that wasn't true from day one. How come I knew that, but Vivek didn't know that? It's a math equation. If everybody that's going to the hospital has COVID, they don't have tests to everybody else, the death rate and the hospital rate's gonna be inflated. Who was able to get tests in March? Basketball players were able to get tests. Uh, rich people were able to get tests. And people that were so sick, they ended up in a hospital, got a test but 99.9% .9 of the population wasn't getting a test. So if only sick people and celebrities that get tests, of course 20% of the people that are getting COVID are getting hospitalized because they're not testing the public. As soon as they started testing everybody like psychopaths, the death rate went down and the hospital rate went down because it was never real in the first place. So all I'm going to say, how did I know that 33 dropped out of college, I just own a calculator. How was I able to see through the data deception? But Vivek was not. Donald Trump was not. The Republican Party was not. Fox News was not. CNN was not. Do people think I'm that smart? Tell me I'm that smart. I would love to hear it. Oh, I'm a super genius. I'm just so much smart. I, I wish I could pretend like I'm so smart. It's third grade math. Guys, if you pass third grade in a semi-decent school district, you have the math skills to do the math that I did. 
So when I see these people on TV, oh, it's a 20%, uh, it's a 20% hospitalization rate. They're saying that a month after I'm on my media platforms telling people the death rate is wrong. I said that in March, as during 15 days, it's a slow spread. The death rate is provably wrong. The, the hospitalization rate is wrong. Once they start testing everyone, those are going to plummet. The only people getting the test are the people in the hospitals and, and basketball players who they use to like push the lockdown. It's like, oh, we got sick. Everybody locked down. These people aren't stupid. It is common sense and it's basic math. But I say that because now they're pushing this new MERS, SARS, COVID, whatever. And they're like, oh my gosh, the death rate's 30%. Says who? They said the death rate was like 8% or 6%. I told people in March that it wasn't that. How did I know? Because they're not testing everybody. If this MERS, SARS, oh, it's the 30% death rate. Says who? How many people have you tested for it? How many people have you tested for this 20 or 30% death rate? The new COVID that they're going to try to shut down over. People aren't going to buy it anymore. It's not going to work. But you get what I'm saying? 99.99999% of people on earth have never been tested for this stupid virus. So how many people have they tested? Maybe they've tested, you know, 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people. And out of that, how many of them were hospitalized? Probably most of them because who the hell's running around getting a test for a virus they don't even freaking know about? It's so obvious. But that's the thing. Like you got most Republican media, they, they just repeat what they're told. They're like parrots. They're like, guys, this new MERS virus is so scary. No, it's not or whatever virus they're trying to push now, there's no way that that death rate stays the same if they started testing everybody. And the thing is, they shouldn't test everyone all the time. The whole the whole equation, it, it was bothering me the whole pandemic because I'm like, guys, do the math. If they say if you died from COVID, you died with COVID, they say it's from COVID. Think about if they did that to the common cold. I explain this to people. How many people get the common cold a year? I don't know the numbers, but it's tens of millions of people in America. Hundreds of millions of people worldwide get the common cold, right? So if you get the common cold and, and it lasts for a week or a couple of weeks a year and you die during the common cold, imagine if they said everybody in the world that died with the common cold died from the common cold. The common cold would kill millions or tens of millions of people a year. So just off that math alone, that if you died with it, you died from it. I'm not saying COVID's worse than this or that. I don't have the qualification to tell you that, but it's a simple math equation. If Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci and all these little scarf wearing weirdos tell you that if you die with COVID, we're going to say you died from COVID and there's millions of deaths, guys, the common cold with the same math equation would have that many deaths also if they counted that. But if you die with the common cold, two things happen. They don't even test you for the common cold, so they don't give a shit if you had it or not. And they never uh, say that you died from it. That's a rare occurrence. That's why they're like, where did the flu go? It mysteriously isn't there. It's like, guys, it's all basic math equations, PCR tests, cycles. And I'm here to tell people, if I can figure it out, you can figure it out. Vivek can figure it out. Trump can figure it out. RFK can figure it out. They all can figure it out. They're not doing it because they're stupid. They're doing it because you're stupid. And I'm not calling people stupid, but I'm just saying like everyone thinks like they're just fooled. They got fooled. They didn't get fooled. We got fooled. You got fooled. Trump didn't get fooled. You got fooled. Vivek didn't get fooled. You got fooled. They didn't learn their like they, they're realizing that the opportunity is pretending to be an outsider. And that's why people copy my nicknames and do a half-baked attempt at being me because they realize that it's like, oh, that if I say that, people will like it. Yeah, but if you're going to say what I say, 
at least go full me and tell the truth. Don't be a half-baked chill and, and, and use my nicknames. Use them and follow through. And then I don't care who uses it. It's for the people. But it's not for opportunists and scammers. So it, it's they're not, they're not uh, getting fooled. We're getting fooled. And I want to say this real quick, too. When it comes to politics, I'm going to use this example. Imagine, and I'm sorry for the lewd language, but I just can't do anything else today. Sorry. Um, if if you have two sandwiches and one is like shit from like a different country and one's like shit from this country. And I say to you, hey, I'm an optimistic person. I'm very happy go lucky. I'm a very happy guy, but I'm not and I'm not trying to be mean. But both of those sandwiches literally have human shit in them. And you say to me, oh, you don't have hope. It's not hope. Those are two shit sandwiches. That's just what it is. Like, like I mean, uh, South Park says the giant turd versus shit, shit sandwich or whatever. It's the perfect analogy. But anyway, it's like it doesn't make you an optimist. If you eat the shit sandwich and say this isn't shit, it doesn't make you an optimist. It doesn't make you have hope. You're just a fool. You're lying to yourself. Lying to yourself doesn't make you a better person. It just means you're a fool. So when I look at these candidates, the truth is I'm not trying to be rude. None of them are going to save you. Kennedy comes from a career politician family. He's a liberal who would hire Democrats. His rhetoric was weird during the lockdowns. He's good on vaccines. He's already hanging out with sketchy people that have personally smeared me. I'm not voting for the guy just based off that. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I like RFK, but he's not your hero. He's a politician. Treat him like a politician. If you went into a car sale acting like he's your best friend, you're going to get a raw deal. You got to know what arena you're in. You're in politics. You're not at a family barbecue. Act like it. DeSantis is not your best friend either. Trump is clearly not your best friend. He was in office for four years, and you can tangibly see what he did if you take the bananas out of your ears, as uh, Yuri Bezmanov said. But it's like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just like, that's what it is. I'm an optimistic person. I'm a very happy-go-lucky person in real life. But I don't go. I don't go to a tomato farm and act like they're potatoes. Like it, it is what it is. I don't. I don't look at a shit sandwich and say it's gold. Like I'm a real person. So if it's a bunch of shit, it's a bunch of shit. You know, is that shit better than that shit? Sure. I'd rather RFK than Biden. I'd rather Trump than Biden. I'd rather DeSantis at this point than Trump or Biden. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna act like it's not gonna end up the same. They got the same donors. They got the same top of the pyramid people puppeting all of these campaigns, controlling them, you know, using social pressure to get behind them. I'm not saying it to be a dick. It's just the way it is. So if people realize that politics is this, things change. If people can't grasp this fact, they're just going to bounce you back and forth like a ping pong ball. First, it's Bush. Then it's Clinton. Then it's Bush. Then it's Clinton. Then it's Obama with Clinton in office. Then it's Trump. Then it's Biden. Then it's RFK. Then it's DeSantis. They're going to keep playing this game because it's an easy game to play. It's like these people still don't get it. 40 years of this stuff, they still don't get it. You know, RFK was a nice guy, but he passed amnesty, which blew it for the Republican Party of the future. And he passed the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act with Congress, which is one of the worst bills in modern history, in my opinion, that has like destroyed America. You know, was Reagan a good guy? He was a nice guy. He was an actor. Why does everybody like Reagan? Because he's an actor. He was a really good actor. He was a really good president to make everyone feel like everyone's united. And then they just did what they do all the time anyway. You know, he did two of the most costly things for Republicans. That's fine. You know, George Bush, among all his flaws, he hired uh, Clarence Thomas. How come George Bush was able to hire Clarence Thomas and the other Bush was able to hire Sam Alito? 
but we get two out of three like kind of whack Supreme Court justices. It's like because it is what it is. It's all shit. And he'll do something. He'll do something. But at the end of the day, that's all I'm saying. I'm not a pessimistic person. I'm not hating on people. It's just when the American public wakes up to the uniparty scam, then it'll change. If you think that the guy who clearly isn't above it is above it, you're in on the scam. It would it would be like me saying, well, you don't understand. George Bush is so different. He's not, though. You know, Trump is so different. He's really not, though. But DeSantis works with George Bush. Trump hired 30 Bush people. DeSantis hasn't even hired. I mean, I don't even know if DeSantis can hire that many people. And honestly, it depends who it is. But Trump didn't hire good people. And I'm not saying that he's a terrible guy or whatever. It's just like you can't hold this guy to this scrutiny. But this, this guy doesn't have it because then that's who they'll use because that's the easiest person to push the agenda through. So that's my thing. It doesn't make people hope or optimistic to lie to themselves about politics. RFK is not going to be your hero. Uh, DeSantis is not going to be your hero. Trump is not going to be your hero. And if any of those things offended you, then that's who they're going to trick you with. You know, I like uh, RFK in many ways, but he's going to flop. You know, he's going to do certain things status quo and certain things he won't. But it all depends if people are paying attention. And do you have like balance? Do you have morals? Do you have a brain? Or are you a professional fan? You know, do you have an idea? Do you have an idea of what you believe in where if he comes and he comes, you're able to, you know, say, I don't like what Joe Biden did and I don't like what Donald Trump did and I don't like that RFK did that. And if we have enough people that say it, then maybe they'll change. That's how things change. It doesn't change by acting like a fan for these people. Oh my gosh, I got to donate. I got to go. I got to run. Oh my God. And then like everybody acts like children. You got people in the DeSantis camp acting like children. Trump people acting like children. DeSantis didn't make you do that. Trump didn't make you do that. You get, oh my gosh, Vivek is a new hero. He's a pharma guy who is nowhere to be found. He's just chat GPT. What do conservatives want to hear? And then he says it. It's that easy. Like, dude, I could be a, you know, it's like there's only two genders and we got to disband. Like, maybe, but he hasn't done it yet. We, we've, we've had politicians who've said things and didn't follow through on them. So don't just slobber over people who've never done anything. You know, make sure that you're paying attention and watch the game they're playing. That's all. Not trying to bum people out. It's just, it is what it is. I think it's like South Park said. It's like giant turd versus like crap sandwiches. <laughs> it's the perfect analogy. It's, it doesn't make you a pessimist. That's It's politics. You can't go. Imagine if you went to like a drug dealer's house and, and you acted like you were at like a, the Venetian. You didn't <laughs> like, it doesn't make you an optimist. It just means you're a fool. Like that's a drug dealer. He's going to try to deal you drugs and make money off you. It's like, no, no, you're a pessimist. I ain't like this guy's a five-star chef. He's not a chef. He's cooking cocaine. You know, <laughs> That's just the analogy. It's like people think they're optimistic because they're falling for it. It's like, no, you got to you got to be real about what it is. It's a, it's politics. It's one of the grimiest, slimiest, craziest industries in the world. It is what it is. You know, doesn't mean everyone's terrible. It's just, you can't act like a, a sports fan over it. That's my opinion. God bless you guys. I'm gonna try to keep this under, um, an hour. All right. I'm going to be, if anybody wants to listen to me for, for longer, for some reason, I'm going to be on Danny Polish Chuck show. He's got, I think it's called low value mail. He's a comedian uh, that I'm friends with, and he's inviting me on a show in like 15 minutes. Should be fun. Uh, I'll talk to you guys. God bless you. Dream Air Podcast over and out.
Hey, what's going on my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States.